0: Welcome back to the You Can Homeschool podcast, where Pat Fenner and Tracy Hegerman candidly discuss all things homeschooling the good, the bad, and the brilliant. Go ahead and grab your favorite drink, find a cozy spot, and join this week's lively
1: discussion. Hey everybody pat fenner here and welcome back to you can homeschool because yes you can do this and tracy and i are talking today about something that both of us have really incorporated and i think you'll find very helpful in your homeschool especially if you find yourself working at home and you've got a sink full of dishes out there and laundry that's in the washer dryer and on the couch that needs to be folded come on come on let's be honest now uh we're going to talk about Uh, how to incorporate life skills into your homeschooling and to your homeschool efforts, which I know you'll appreciate because, and you, and honestly, your kids will appreciate it down the road. And if they ever get married, you're, you're, you're doing a service to your spouse, future, their future spouses as well. Right, Tracy? (laughs) Tracy's going to get us started because she's got a whole bunch of stuff to get us to say about this one.
0: All right. Well, good morning. Thank you, Pat. Um, This is something I'm really excited to to speak about because I think a lot of times when we think about school or homeschool, we often go to the academics. And as you'll hear me say over and over again, homeschooling is about the whole child and it's academics, it's You know, do you want your child to be a contributing member of society later? Do you want them to be, to have the know how to live a happy and productive and valuable life? And so, life skills, I think, is one of the more important things that we should be teaching our children. And so, I want to use the example of what do I mean by life skills? Um, At the end of this uh, podcast, you'll be able to access um, a PDF. Uh, Just, which is a list of 20 life skills to teach your child. Now, I'm not claiming there are 20 life skills. I think there's a lot more than that. But it's sort of just to tweak your brain a little bit about what are the life skills that maybe I should incorporate into our homeschooling journey and teaching our kids. So just to, you know, just have you think about that. Because I think life skills, they need to be taught intentionally. And um, the story I like to use is when my husband and I first got married, I came from a home where we were five kids and my mom went to school to earn two degrees while we were growing up. So we had responsibilities in the house, anything from cooking, you know, cleaning, laundry, making lists for the groceries, whatever. My mom was just really good at teaching us these life skills because in a larger family, they're essential. And with my mom also going to school, it was just something that happened in our household. And then my husband came from a family where basically they had a lot of activities that they were involved in, in terms of sports and that, but a lot of the basic life skills, it was just covered by his parents. So when we got married, you can imagine where, you know, the stove's not working and I'm asking John to fix it. And he's looking at me like, I don't know how to fix it. (laughs) And I'm like, well, maybe it's a fuse or maybe it's, you know, and so it was a bit interesting at first as we, you know, you're this wonderful married bliss and you realize, I thought he would know this kind of stuff. You know? And again, no, no disrespect to his family, that it was just a different way that we were brought up and his parents were very involved, but it sort of highlighted to me that how important it is that our children, whether they're male or female, need to learn life skills. So I and okay, so I'll give you a few examples of life skills. If your son's going to work and his button pops off his shirt, does he know how to sew on a button? Mm -hmm. You know, a simple thing like that. Do they know how to do their taxes? Maybe mom and dad have taken care of that. They move out and all of a sudden, well, I don't know how to do my taxes. Do I have to pay someone to do it? Like a simple thing like when you walk up to someone for the first time, and you meet them, and you're with a friend, do you introduce your friend, so it's just, and some of these are easier for our kids than others, like I have a very extroverted daughter, and she wouldn't even, you wouldn't even have to teach her that, she would say, oh hi, and this is my friend, but I also have,
1: conversely, excuse me for interrupting that, but conversely, with the digital age that we're in, and kids, friends walk up to each other with their faces in their phones, and often don't speak and I have seen it in with adults too so I can't but in terms of the concept of teaching life skills to your kids you know they may that might be something they don't know how to do
0: yeah and and like my son's really um introverted so that was something we kind of had to practice because it doesn't come easily to him in a new situation as when he was younger and even in his teens that he'd kind of stand back Mm -hmm. and so I had to sort of coach him before when you go in (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know, you need to introduce yourself and introduce your friend. And so we just kind of go over it and it sounds silly. But that was a skill that he didn't have naturally that he he needed to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think these things like, okay, you know, you sew so on a button or you or you teach your children when they're young to set the table. Well, One of the things about teaching life skills is once they acquire the skill, you don't leave it there. It's like, okay, you know how to set the table now. Well, no, that becomes part of their repertoire of something that they do on a regular basis. So in our home, when I would say um, supper time, it meant come into the kitchen, somebody sets the table and the other two unload the dishwasher. We kind of had it. Usually the dishwasher needs to be unloaded at all the time. So when it was come for supper, they weren't just coming in and sitting down. They knew that, oh, supper is going to be ready in five, 10 minutes. We need to do the prep work. And so from the first time they learned how to set the table after that, it was part of their responsibility. Mm-hmm. So it just sort of continued on. Right. And and we had a few other things like um, it's OK if you make a mess, but you have to clean it up. Mm-hmm. And this applied to everything. So let's say they all of a sudden broke a glass. And it wasn't like, oh, you broke a glass or whatever. It was, are you okay? Right. Okay, there's a mess. It's okay. You made a mess. You got to clean it up. And usually everybody would pitch in. Like if somebody, you know, broke up someone got the broom, someone got the vacuum, someone, but it was taken care of. And if they came in to get a snack midday, I would be right back in the room saying, okay, it's okay that you, you know, wanted to make, Bake cookies this afternoon but that involves cleaning up
1: mm-hmm.
0: afterwards so I'm going to hand it back to you Pat for a bit yeah. and talk about some of the life skills that you taught in your home
1: well it's interesting too because life skills can also morph into career things too and 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 bigger hobbies I remember with our first son he was a car fanatic I mean crazy about cars and did not enjoy really academics you know very well and he was smart enough he just didn't he wasn't that wasn't his thing he's very hands-on like you know a lot of little boys we, we talk sometimes about uh, learning styles which we have done or will do in another episode and how important that is a lot of little kids aren't very hands-on uh, often boys and I know I'm talking stereotypes, but they often hold on to that type of learning, with where it's very doing things, learning through doing. So our oldest son just loved uh, cars. You know, he was just crazy about them. And so in in uh, high school, to help him develop and actually use that passion and interest as part of his high school education, we developed a two semester uh, elective. He did a lot of work on cars, but we had him uh, keep track of his hours of what and what he was doing. There was a certain specific kind of car magazine. We logged the editions that he read. He would do summaries of articles that he did. Uh, he, would, he worked on a vocabulary list of the car parts and stuff that he was doing so that somebody else could pick it up and say, oh, you're working on the muffler. Well, the muffler's for blah, blah, blah. So it was a very creative time for me, too, because this was the first time homeschooling. And I was like, oh, how can I turn this into something we can actually count? It was a lot of fun. But it became something that he doesn't. Now, he's not a car. He's, he still is a car buff. He doesn't. His career isn't related to cars, but he has a car he's working on in his garage right now. He actually a videographer. He does a lot of filming for race car drivers and owners and he goes works for ESPN periodically and covers races he can talk very comfortably and easily to the drivers you know he knows what's going on and what 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 they're proud of in their car so that he can you know film it i mean it really helped it's something that a skill that he g- developed and has helped him in his current adult life as well so you and I didn't envision any of that happening I was just like oh I need a credit for him for an elective for high school to graduate what are we gonna do and that popped in so you really just the point is that you don't know how these life skills will play out as they grow up you know so yeah. don't take them lightly I mean use them think about this seriously and creatively
0: yeah and and uh, as you were talking about that I was thinking like my son, My husband always liked working with wood. That was one of the skills that he had. Uh So um, When my son was young, he used to go see his grandfather once in a while, who also liked to work with wood. And so they built this table, just a small little table to do puzzles on. And then they chose, you know, paint color. He chose purple. We still have that table. Uh And so that was probably his first little project. But as time went on, when we moved to a new house, he built a deck on the back of our house with my husband. And then um, they built a a playhouse, which they shingled with actual shingles. And, you know, they had a door and then they had plexiglass that they cut for windows. And, And we still have it in our backyard. And I remember my son, actually, when they shingled that little playhouse, he taught my two daughters how to shingle. Like we were hands off and he was teaching them. So the three of them were doing it. And then fast forward, he when he went to university in engineering, he had a course where they had to design something for the client. So I said, Oh, I've always wanted a screened in porch because we get so many mosquitoes and we get wasps in the summer. Mm -hmm. And so he I'm like, could I be your client? So we we did that. And so he designed it. And I said, if you design it, um, we'll build it. And so he designed it. And now we have this screened in addition to our, our back, which we absolutely love. And we built it, together as a family so that so those skills have carried on from the first little table all the way through and like you said pat what a wonderful skill that he'll have when he gets his own place and you know his wife wants a little deck or or whatever or a shelf you know for the kids he has that that skill and these skills that we we incorporate into our homeschooling it helps their Mm self-esteem because whenever somebody comes over and they're like, Oh, you have such a nice back extension off your house. We're always like our son designed that. Yeah. And he'll hear that and you'll see him kind of look down, whatever, but you know, he has pride in that, in that project. And I think through the teens, especially as I hear more and more about how much teens struggle with self-worth, I, I think those things really make a difference. And so those teaching those life skills And giving them responsibility is so good for them. So, Mm -hmm. so valuable for them.
1: Yeah. And on a practical note, this has been a topic of debate with friends of mine. The idea of teaching your sons to cook because i have some friends who definitely believe the husband works outside does the woodworking projects help fixes the car all that stuff and the girls should know how to do all the domestic stuff but let me tell you our third and fourth child two boys live on their own right now in an apartment i did not push the teaching them how to cook and my third the third child my third son is very uh, his heart is a gift for hospitality he loves to have friends over he loves to uh, make people feel at home and feel comfortable he loves to host you know parties or, or events he loved during the pandemic um, he had a friend uh, two friends that were kind of stuck in Atlanta uh, because all of a sudden they had the lockdown and he opened their apartment didn't even think twice and said you guys stay with us you know they did not have room they were bunking in the living room but that's what, it didn't matter you know it's the feeling that you get give to people that they're welcome that's really at the root of hospitality and he has that however the one caveat is he doesn't know how to cook and he can follow a recipe but he just you know i never pushed it with him and he really kind of struggles with that because he does enjoy having people over, but he always reverts to chips and Coke and getting a bucket of fried chicken or something, you know, and he'd love to be able to do more. And he will someday. He's just not at that stage right now where he can develop that, but everybody needs to eat, right? And, And you can't assume that your sons are going to leave your home married to, married first of all, and then married to a woman who knows how to cook either. Yes. You just don't know, you know, so let me encourage you. If you have sons, please teach them how to cook and <laughs> learn from my mistake.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny. Cause in, in our house, um, our, I have two children who uh have celiac,
1: it's mm-hmm. an inheritable
0: um, disease. And so they obviously can't have gluten and dairy. So, um, we, we do a lot of cooking. I should say I do a ton of cooking <laughs> mm-hmm. and, So I would always say to them, you know, if something ever happened to me, you need to know how to cook because of your food allergies. And it's easier now. But when my son was diagnosed, like uh, probably 18 years ago, it wasn't (laughs) like you couldn't go into a restaurant and get anything that he could eat. (laughs) So it it was you know, it was sort of like, you need to understand and you need to understand how to read the labels. And that. So that kind of came um, naturally. Now, I will tell you, if, if my son's going to cook, he's going to take the easy way out, too. He's, gonna, <laughs> he's going to get these turkey hot dogs that he can have. And he's going to put uh, potato patties in the oven is something else that he can doesn't have to do from scratch. He's going to go easy. But right. that being said, he does know how to cook. And the the way we were in able to incorporate that were we did two things. Whenever we did a unit study on a time period at the end, we always had a big feast with the food. So of course, they were involved in that. So we always were making, you know, learning how to make bread or learning how to make whatever dish from Spain or what, whatever it was. So over the years, we incorporated that into our homeschooling. I also tried as they're getting older, when it was dinner time that it's like, okay, you take care of this and you take care of this so that they were, they're there. So I, I can't say that my son loves to cook, but he knows how to cook and I was saying there was two ways they learned the second way was they were in a scouting program and they would go to camps where they were responsible for all of their food and they were always told no mummy packs we don't want your mom packing or doing-. so the funniest thing was one weekend when they were they were planned on a hot dog so and nobody remembered to bring condiments <laughs> so it's basically a
1: bun with a <laughs> <laughs> that never happened again, though. I'll betcha.
0: <laughs> no, but the funny thing is, because my son often couldn't eat what the other kids, he always had his own stuff. So he's eating his homemade chili <laughs> with the hot dog, you know, cut into it, and everybody else is like looking at him. But again, it was so. I think with the life skills, it's don't do it one time. Right. Like once you teach a skill, incorporate it, and then you know, talking about taxes, how you do your taxes at first my kids would sit beside my husband as they went through, you know, their first job or whatever, and they would fill out the tax form together. And then, so they did that a couple of years. And then it was like, okay, my husband said, I'm going to sit beside you. And now you're going to put things in. And then my daughter, when she moved um, out, I think the first year she, she came home for a weekend and they did it together. And then the next week, the next year, she's like, dad, I know how to do this. I'm fine. If I have any questions, I'll call you. So she was able to do it. But again, it's teach the skill, try to incorporate it. And, and don't let them (laughs) like, continue it, find a way to keep, keep doing it. But I think if you have a list, you know, just a general list of here are some of the things that we want to teach over the next, even, you know, three years or whatever, and have your kids go through that list and check off, oh, yeah, I would like to learn how to cook, or I would like to learn how to plan an event.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, we talk about planning, we, we've we had that episode on planning. And a lot of times we only think about the subjects and what, uh, what activities, you know, whether it's, you know, karate or dance or soccer or whatever. But yeah, like you point out, I mean, make certain skills, you know, this is the year that you are going to you and I are going to host Thanksgiving. Well, Maybe not, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> not, not this year. But you know what I mean. Like you know, if, if events are coming up or special special occasions, uh, or specific skills you want to teach the kids, I mean, make that part of your plan. And then I'm a firm believer, really, in having a time of day uh, within your homeschool schedule that our chores is chores. Yes. Life. Because you, you're home, the kids are home. We're all certainly making the mess. We should all certainly be learning how to. You know, it's our home. Yes. And as much as they will balk, at least initially, do you really enjoy doing it? I don't know anybody who enjoys dusting. Well, no, I do have heard some people who love to dust or enjoy it or can put up with it. I hate dusting. If <laughs> you come to my house, you can write your name on almost every <laughs> on <the> surface. <laughs>
0: I'm going to feel right at home if I go to your place.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, You're welcome. Now I like to vacuum because I like to, I just like the look of a freshly vacuumed carpet. So I'll vacuum, but please don't ask me to dust. So if your kids bop, like, so what?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: but it's a way to develop for them to start seeing two things that have to be kept up around the house and that it's not, it doesn't happen magically. you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I'll be honest, when we were homeschooling, I never talked about the chores as part of our homeschool because I didn't want them to think it was like, oh, it's something I have to do because of school. Mm-hmm. I really wanted it separated as these are part of family responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But I did make a big mistake, which is so funny is, you know, when your kids are young and you, you put them on timeout when they're misbehaving or whatever, well, they get to a certain age where that doesn't work, right? <laughs> Can you tell your 13 year old you're on timeout? They're like, Yeah, I can yeah. just. Right. So, what I came up with, which I thought was so smart, but came back to bite me later,
1: was oh, gosh.
0: I would say, Here's a rag. Here's a damp rag. I want you to go dust the trim because something that never gets done. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, if they were in trouble, I'm like, okay, that's it. Go get the drink and go dust the trim on the upper floor or whatever. You know? uh-huh. So, and then some days I'd be like, oh, it really needs to be done in here. Does anyone feel like misbehaving? <laughs> did you <laughs> just for did a joke
1: feel like misbehaving? Oh, but my what? God.
0: But what came back later, which is, which is kind of funny, but my son is really logical. The way he thinks, it's always logic. Logic makes total sense to him. So I had said to him one day, like, um, and again, he's he's an adult now, but he still lives in our home. And I'd said to him, you know, when I'm asking you to do a chore, that it's not punishment, <laughs> like you, like I'm like, can you vacuum the house or whatever? And he's like, oh, you know, like <laughs> complain or whatever. And he goes, but mom, whenever we misbehaved, you'd give us a chore, so it feels like punishment.
1: I yeah. I was so smart. <laughs> yeah. Your takeaway, dear listener, is that we don't have it always together. You know? <laughs> and you can learn as much from our mistakes as, as our, our success. <laughs> but
0: some of the other life skills I was thinking of is something as simple as making a decision. Like you're in a job and you get another job offer. Should I take that other job offer? So I remember sitting down with my kids when they're like, oh, I don't know. I just don't know. So I'm like, okay, sit down. Let's do a pro and a con mm-hmm. for, bo- for both then if you do this thing, what's the worst thing that could happen? So that was something that we would do regularly. I think if we have like this sort of list in mind of the things that we feel are important in terms of life skills, and we intentionally think, oh, this month, let's let's incorporate this skill. I think it's more apt to happen. Right. Because I think the danger sometimes is we want to do too much for our kids or we want to cram too many things in. So we do it for them because, oh, we got to do this and we got to do that. And we have to get here and we have to get there. So I think we need to unburden our schedule a little bit. So we have time
1: yeah.
0: for these life skills.
1: And the thing is, too, is, is we throw too much on them or just put it on our list that we want to cover because we've got all that life experience beyond them and think, oh, you're going to need this and you're going to need this and you're going to need this. but they don't have, they don't need it all at one time. Yes. And that tool that you, you just talked about, about how to make a, a decision is a really good tool to give to them. You, probably really starting in high school, because just because literally their brains aren't developed enough to always see consequences until that, you know, that those eight years, but the But even if they're not ready to use it, that they have that in their toolbox, so that maybe they can't see the consequences or think of the consequences down the road. But when they're ready, they'll, oh yeah, Mom taught me that technique about doing the pros and cons, and then what's the worst and best can happen. Let me, I'm gonna try that with this. So at least they have that in their wheelhouse that they can use that, even if at the time they might not be able to. But you know, definitely, that's a great example of just using a situation that's coming up. As an opportunity to teach a specific skill or give them a tool or something like yeah. that
0: the the other thing that um, I think happens also which I've I've seen is that I, I hear a lot of times when kids get to call like they're about to go in college or the last couple of years of high school when you know their marks are important for where they're going to go and I'll often see parents say I don't want them to have a part-time job I want them to focus on school or Mm. I don't do any chores at home because I want them to focus on school. I hear that over and over. And I I really think that's a a huge disservice. Because as they get the part time job, as they have chores that they're responsible for, and and they have their school, they learn to manage their time. Mm -hmm. And we we take that away from them when we're always like coddling them and saying no, because life is about managing multiple things wow. and again another mistake that I did make is when they did get part-time jobs I did go a little bit easier on their chores mm-hmm. and that's a balancing act because again they're going to school they're working but I eased up and then I would ask them to do, do, do something and they're like oh but I, I worked all week and I'm like yeah so did dad and yeah. so again it's a balancing act but I think we when they are doing, you know, their responsibilities at home and their job and their school, Mm -hmm. and then they want an outing, how, how much do they appreciate that outing with their friends or whatever, because they, they know inherently that they've like earned it kind Mm -hmm. of thing.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, it's true. And, And the thing is, it's counterintuitive too, because as they get older, really they are they become more mentally, emotionally, and I guess even psychologically able to to do that, to consider balancing their time and consequences of, well, if I spend too much time doing this, I won't have time to do that. And then we back off. I did the same thing, Tracy. I backed off on that, you know, on on household things. But then I thought, you know, looking back now, I think, well, that was a disservice because now they are out in the world. And as an adult, you're right, you have to learn how to multitask or balance different things. And if they don't have that experience, when they're younger, it it is harder to do to start that out when you're when you're older.
0: I also think that sometimes, uh, as adults, adults don't see what needs to be done, because they weren't involved in it. Mm -hmm. So in a relationship between a husband and wife, you know, the garbage is piled over. And it's always the same one taking out and the resentment builds. And part of it is that other person because they were never responsible for it don't doesn't actually see it mm-hmm. at, like the other one. And so I mean, there's lots of, <laughs> there's lots of studies on um, relationships and expectations. And household chores is a huge bone of contention between couples.
1: That's all related to covering these life skills while you're home while you have influence on your kids, because once they're out, you're done. <laughs> you
0: yeah. know. So I, I don't know, I think the biggest lesson like looking back is that make sure that your homeschool is rich and that it includes these things these these life skills so you know if they're going to drive a car one day well they should learn how to clean the car they should put the windshield washer fluid in check the oil they should know that before their that vehicle is moving down the street just give yourself time in your schedule. Don't be so full of all the academics that you want to cover right. that you let these things go to the wayside, because in the end, they're going to they're going to become some of the most important things. Yeah. In their, in well, their I mean,
1: it really reflects back to what you know I talk about and write about a lot about the lifestyle of learning, that this is all part of your lifestyle, not only the academics, but the living together and the things that you need to know to just have a healthy, balanced contributing life, if you look at it all through that filter through that lens, it becomes a lot easier to not overburden yourself or overburden your kids, it just becomes a process.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So like I said, we have a little list, it is not a comprehensive list, it's just ideas. And again, you're going to look at that list and say, Oh, that might be good for a teenager. And that may be good to incorporate when they're five or six. But it's just to sort of get the juices going <laughs> in yeah. the brain start thinking about what are some of the life skills that I really want my children to learn.
1: So I hope your takeaway to this uh, episode was really just to kind of step back, take a deep breath. Don't feel mom, like you have to do it all. Just pick one or two things and get started today and make it part of your life rather than just something extra to put on your plate.
0: Absolutely.
1: I hope to leave you with those words of encouragement. Thank you for listening. You can homeschool. You can do this, Mama. And we'll both talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Well, that wraps up another episode of the You Can Homeschool podcast. Thanks for joining us for another candid conversation. For more information on life-changing books, courses, and coaching services, or if you have a homeschooling topic you'd like to hear discussed in a show, check our show notes for how to reach out to Pat and Tracy.